you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Tuesday morning to you. How are you doing? Beautiful, beautiful day in downtown Woodbine. Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Vogue, fellows. What's up? Well, I'll tell you what. You wake up as a kid who grew up in the Northeast, you wake up on a... February morning, and you get in the car to go to work, and it's already fifty, heading towards sixty degrees. Seventy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna maybe top out at seventy today. Gorgeous day, sun's out. This is incredible. So I'm already having a good day, hey. and I get to hang out with you for two hours, Greg Pogue, Hall of Famer. You, how are you, <laughs> Patton? What's going? on? I'm fine, thank you, John, for that. Uh, what's up, man? Hello, guys. How we doing? Dude, what's I, up, I, General? I brought you something. I can't wait. You come bearing gifts? Look here. What you got? I bought these for Clay, and Clay doesn't like them, and okay. no, we weren't going to eat them. And yeah. young Patton here has been uh, uh, nuking his lunch uh, every day. <laughs> uh, you know, we got their little little uh, healthy choice chicken parm uh, there's, action there's there. Nothing healthy about it. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, breaded chicken parmigiana patties. Yeah, you're with right. Tomato there's nothing sauce. healthy about that, but I bet it. I bet you it tastes it, delicious. Actually, and I don't know why the, he didn't like them, uh, but because he likes chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, so I had these, and I keep uh, reminding Patton to remind me, uh, text me, and I'll remember. And so I was in the car, and for some reason, I, I got, I was getting ready to pull out, and I remembered. So, um, well, thank you, Greg. Yeah. I will uh, definitely eat them. They're I, actually pretty good. I, it's kind of got to a point. I'm like, do I warm up a frozen dinner here at the station, yeah. or do I just? One blow the budget and blow the diet on McDonald's. And no, I, I finally start. No, yeah, you're on a budget now, dude. Just, you know, you, you. It's not just. It's not just about you. Correct. You're recently well, engaged. You know, you gotta. You gotta think about your significant other. Exactly. And how many you know, healthy you guys, choices do you make? You guys doing do the joint make? joint bank account and budget and all that kind of stuff. Uh, no, no joint bank account. Smart. Yeah. Smart. But, uh, yeah, we're we're starting to. Budget, you want you want to have a happy marriage? <laughs> Take it from me, John Burton, the love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> You want to take it from me? Keep two things separate: separate bathrooms, separate bank accounts. Okay. You'll have you'll you'll have a happy you'll have a happy marriage. You guys will be married forever, right, Greg? Um, not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So what's going on? LeBron gonna get thirty six tonight, right? And he'll be the all time leading scorer in uh, NBA history. LeBron's gonna get sixty tonight. Are they home? Is it in L.A.? It is, I believe, because tickets are just yeah. ungodly. Yeah. He's going to want to do it tonight in L.A. at home. I hope he gets 35. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. And then has to go to Minnesota yeah. or somewhere to, to get the uh, the extra point. But you know what they'll do? They'll be like, well, that two that he took in the second yeah. quarter was actually a three. But it was a layup. <laughs> or we're counting it's, it's, It was a layup, but it would count yeah. it as a that three. That 15-foot jumper, well, you know, he, he – he started his jump from outside the three-point line, so uh, yeah, we're gonna give him three for that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's exciting. I'll definitely be watching. I'm excited for LeBron. Um, 
And a lot of people don't, in my opinion, understand the significance of this. A guy, right, Patton, who doesn't even consider himself a scorer. Right. He's more of a facilitator. See, the thing about it is, you know, all these comparisons, you know, he's not Michael Jordan. He's not Michael Jordan. First of all, nobody said he was. Second of all, if you follow basketball, and I know you do, Greg, and I know you do as well, Patton, he's more Magic Johnson, really, than he is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, those guys were assassin scorers. Those guys were like, you know, I'm going to get a bucket and you're not going to stop me. LeBron is about, you know, distributing the ball, making the right basketball play, you know, and that's what he grew up with, with his buddies in Akron, Ohio. So, um, But Michael but, played defense. That's, yes, he know, did. No, he, Michael, did. he did. Michael's one of the best defensive guards ever, really. But I, yeah, but I'm talking about from an offensive standpoint, sure. you know, and so – People say, oh, LeBron doesn't have that killer instinct. He's not, you know, he's not a cold-blooded killer like Jordan or Kobe was. And maybe not. But, you know, uh, we could be walking in here tomorrow with LeBron James as the all-time scorer in NBA history. And I didn't think anybody was going to catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, when he when he finally retired and set the record. And so you look at where he is now, 39 years, what is he, 39, 38, whatever he is, still playing at a high level. He even said himself, he's like, I'm blowing past guys half my age. You know, I'm still playing at a high level, so it doesn't doesn't look like he's going anywhere for a while. So when he finally does retire, guys, you know, it may be like, you know, one of those records where we may not see broken, definitely not not in our lifetime, Greg, maybe in your lifetime, Patton. So, you know, um, you know me, I'm a a LeBron honk. I'm a LeBron apologist. You know, one thing, Kareem probably doesn't get the uh, attention he deserves for what he did, Mm -hmm. because here's why. Michael Jordan, LeBron, they play with the ball in their hand, right? Right. right. If you're a, a post, a center, you're reliant on, well, what you get on the offensive glass, but people getting you the ball, right? Right. And uh, so – But the people he played yeah. with were smart enough yeah. to, uh, you know, hey, let's get, let's, get the, let's get the big guy the ball. But uh, even all the way through, I mean, he's – what was his first year? 69, 70 uh, right. with the Bucks. Uh, so and won a world championship. Oh, listen, with the Bucks. Kareem yeah. is vastly overlooked and underrated. I, I think so. Vastly, I, I, I like really criminally, do. in my opinion. You know, so um, he had the most unstoppable shot in the history of the sport in the skyhook, unblockable. You know, if he was on, you know, you weren't you weren't gonna block you weren't gonna block it. So, um, but you know, like I said, I'm I'm happy for LeBron and say what you want about him. I know a lot's been said about him, positive and negative, but you know. I think what he's done, where he came from, I just think about where he came from growing up in Akron, Ohio, and, you know. Uh, Had to walk mo- to school uphill both yeah, ways. Yeah, moving place yeah. to place. And, Barefoot. You know, in a bad, you know, in a bad part of Akron. His his life could have went in a number of different directions. To, and from where he started to where he is now, a global icon about mm-hmm. to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Pardon me while I stand up and applaud Greg Pogue. <laughs> That's fine with me. I'm the one that brought it up. I think it's a hell of an achievement. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I'm not a LeBron hater. I just don't like you. Uh, so uh, that's fair. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? That's a fair trade. I'll take that. Uh, what else is going on? I don't know. Did you watch? Anybody watch the Super Bowl uh, opening night last night? No. I was no. I watched, I watched some of uh, Jimmy's interview with uh, Brett Kern uh, this morning. Oh yeah. Kind of posted that. It was it was cool. Yeah. Talking to who? Jim Wyatt. Jim Wyatt. Okay. Yeah. Go on his Twitter. Uh, he's okay, I need caught, to see that. Cut it up very nicely to uh, hear all the answers. Okay, that's cool. I did see uh, last night. He didn't. He didn't catch up with AJ. <laughs> <laughs> no AJ yet. We'll see if that ever comes to. I'm fruition. sure he will at some point because 
there's you know they're going to do media today, tomorrow, and Thursday as well. Then after Thursday, players are off limits yeah. until well, after the game. I will say this: I doubt very seriously there's going to be an AJ Brown story on Titans Online. No, probably not. But you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, yeah. you know. He may he may have been instructed. You know what? Uh, we're, yeah. we're we're good on AJ. I, I don't, I don't if think, you want to talk to Brett, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we're think, good. On, we're good think, on AJ. I don't think Jim wants to go knock on that door either. So I, mean, uh, I would. I mean, if I were there, I'd be the first person. You, I, I understand, but you don't work for the Titans. I understand that as well. It's <laughs> so, point well taken. But um, yeah. Um, so um, what else is going on? Anything? Predators back in action tonight after yep. the layoff uh, with Vegas, a team that's right in front of them that sort of scuffled into the break. Of course, the uh, Preds won their last three against three pretty dang good teams. They skated skate for skate. Is that a word? term? Uh, toe for toes with the the Devils, who are Devils are a really good team. Yeah, very yeah. good skating yeah. team. So there, I uh, got Vegas uh, in tonight, and they're at Philly Saturday morning, our time at eleven thirty. Then mm-hmm. three home games next week: a uh, Monday, Arizona; Thursday, Boston; Saturday at one o'clock against uh, the Panthers. You're going what Monday? Monday, night? I'll Monday be in the night? building. Yeah. yeah, yep, got my tickets in ready to go. Yeah. So and uh, that uh, I'm going to get a chance to uh, say hello to PK. On his night, and shake cool. his hand and uh, and uh, wish him well. So it'd be great to see PK. You know he's gonna he's gonna have fun that night. He's gonna be in a beautifully tailored suit. <laughs> you know he's he's that dude, man. He had so. a he had an orange one on yeah. uh, Friday night at that skills thing. I was, yeah, he I was, was like the, he had the casual look going. So yeah, it was it was good, man. So yeah, I mean you know it's it, we're just kind of. It's a calm before the storm, you know. Nobody really popped off last night that I that I'm aware of at uh, at Super Bowl opening night, right? Nobody really said anything inflammatory. No, I I did see something. Uh, Nick Sirianni, uh, he was asked who is the one player on his team that he wouldn't let let date his daughter, <laughs> and uh, he replied, "My daughter is five. <laughs> Somebody asked. I, I, I heard. That's a great I heard. I heard. I heard this clip this morning. Somebody. I mean, the questions at Media Day because, for those that don't know, right, guys, you know, you get a lot of traditional media there, beat writers, and you know, people who cover the NFL, and and but you also get a lot of just people from all over the place. That, Teen Beat right, magazine, right? You know, these <laughs> yeah. these people from all over the world, really, that you know, they come in and they 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 want to put on spectacles and they want to make themselves part of the show as well and you get all kinds of crazy questions and somebody asked Sirianni <laughs> not the biggest Sirianni fan but he's a he's a he's a hell of a coach but somebody asked him is this a must-win game and he's like yeah <laughs> that was his that was his response yeah, see those kind of questions you know what or, I mean? or look at who me in the hell yeah. is asking yeah. at the Super Bowl is this a must-win game you know what I'm saying you know, you, you've been on Radio Row before, right? There, in you know, some countries they cane people, right? They, you know, <laughs> I, uh, I think we need somebody. We should be able. They only get caned once. Okay. But if somebody breaks ignorant, uh, they they get caned, and they get just that. So whoever answers that question should be taken out in front of the uh, wherever they were and cane them. Just whack them. I remember one year. I think it was two thousand seven. February 08 when uh, the first time the Giants played the Patriots and Eli Manning was up there doing his uh, his thing at media day that was back when it was still like in the during the daytime it wasn't this you know this prime time Monday night deal it was like on a Tuesday and uh, there was some woman she was from a I think she was from uh, Central America 
uh, you know, good-looking girl. She was walking around in a wedding dress, and she was asking players to marry them. And Eli's just sitting there talking, blah, 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 you know, boring, bland Eli. And all of a sudden, you just hear this voice from the background, Eli, I love you. Will you marry me? <laughs> and, you know, Eli wasn't as media savvy uh, as he as he is now doing all these commercials. And he was just like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm spoken for. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a chance. Yeah, I remember covering. Uh, have you ever covered? You've covered Super Bowl Media Day before, right, mm, Greg? Yeah, yep. I covered it for Super Bowl Forty, and I just remember. I mean, it's. I mean, it's like a, you know, it's a freaking zoo, man. You, you got to maneuver your way through all kinds of people, and you know, the only good thing is if you're covering a team like I was covering the Steelers at the time, and so. You know, when they see a familiar face, they're getting all these people at, asking questions. Finally, you get your question in, and they look over, and they see it's you. It's somebody they recognize. The look of relief on the player's face is like, okay, I'm probably not going to get a stupid question here. Now, it's me asking a question, so, you know, it's 50-50. But it's just, you know, I've done it a couple times. It is an absolute circus. And, um, you know, I'm sure the players, once Thursday's over and they don't have any more media commitments until after the game, they're going to finally be able to – settle in and get ready, you know, focus on the game. Well, A.J. was, um, I guess, asked about uh, or the, the headline of the Tennessean, which is not really reflective of the of the story necessarily. Ahead of Super Bowl 2023, Eagles, A.J. Brown reflects on Tennessee Titans trade. Well, here's his what he said. I think I've grown maturity-wise. I definitely had to learn the hard way that it is a business, but I think my game speaks for itself. Just blah, 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 and try to get better every day. Good answer. Uh, Solid yeah. answer. That's yeah. the way you approach that, yeah, yeah. right? I, I don't think he went there. And that that's just uh, – I don't know if it's necessarily completely – I guess it is about the trade because that's the tr- time frame he's, you know, he's talking about, and the business is a business. But, uh, yeah, he could have he gone a lot of different ways, so he, he's yeah. high-roading it. That's good. Uh, Look, maybe, I think, maybe, I think yeah. he was probably prepared, you know, by the PR staff saying, listen, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some people from Nashville or people with, you know, affiliated with the Titans or, or to cover the Titans that will be here. They'll probably ask you about it. Just, you know, take the high road, praise. And so good for AJ. Yeah. He's going to, you know, until it, it, it gets a little distance, uh, you know, it, it, it's still going to be a question. I think it'll move on. I, but I still think it's a national question, you know, that would be asked. Uh, college basketball tonight. Uh, four games, uh, of course, tomorrow night, Tennessee Vanderbilt at 6 o'clock. You know what? At 6 o'clock, that's almost fits into my bedtime. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about going to see Tennessee Vanderbilt tomorrow night. Um, just thinking about it. Why wouldn't you? The atmosphere should be great. Because you know? it's on TV and I'm at home. And I mean, uh, SEC Network. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. Yep. Yeah, I could see you up there, you know, with your milk and cookies and your feet up and, you know, your little footy pajamas watching the game. But you could be there as well. Experience Memorial Magic, perhaps. Not wearing the jammies, though. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Tennessee Vandy tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, Auburn, Texas A&M at 6 on ESPN2. Ole Miss, Georgia on SEC Network. 6 o'clock, South Carolina, Missouri. And uh, the nightcap, Arkansas, Kentucky at 8 o'clock on ESPN tonight so anyway arkansas is interesting they're they're hot and cold yeah and, you know they they really are so um anyway all right that gets us going this morning coming up at 10 25 uh, alan bell cbs sports digital cbs sports line will join us talk nfl and coming up after the break do a little prognosticating from vegas brad powers what happens to your decision making when you drink well after one drink you feel confident 
a few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, so it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss, Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, and then, uh, Rams, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, knows, she's she oh, she's a gangster. Uh, oh, she knows what she she's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. If you love stream of consciousness lost in a tangent, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton show is for you. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. We're going to be at Kitchen Notes this coming Friday morning. The Bill King Show, an hour show down at Kitchen Notes. People can stop by and say hello. And, of course, part of Bill's show on Friday morning, the 8 o'clock hours, Brad Powers, bradpowersports.com. The, uh, Bill King link, and then Brad Power 7 on Twitter. Brad, good morning. How you doing, man? What's up, Brad? 
Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. What Absolutely are you doing this good. week? What are you doing this week? Uh, betting on Super Bowl props. How many? Nice. Uh, when it's all said and done, I'll probably have over 100. Uh, the, the, the problem is not all of it's going to be widely available. So, I mean, you know, customers are going to go, oh, well, he's going to give out 100 Super Bowl prop bets? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I might, because I have like 30 different outs, it might be just, you know, one book has it, you know, priced wrong. And uh, I, I'll go ahead and take advantage of it. And then this is really in the weeds, but there's a particular book here the last couple of years in Vegas that allow you to parlay Super Bowl props. And you hear me, you always hear me say, be very negative towards props. Uh, I mean, not props, but parlays. Right. And here's why it's, I, I can't believe they allow it. I mean, it's stuff like, if you think it's going to be a lower scoring game, so you can, it's called a correlated parlay. So you can, you know, go under first downs, under passing yards, and correlate a bunch of stuff. Uh, parlay a bunch of stuff that has so much correlation. So the fact that they allow you to do that, uh, I, I do. It's the one time a year where I do bet a, a bunch of parlays because it, they should not allow you to parlay props. Yeah, Brad. I mean, you, we know how you feel about parlays. You've you've made it perfectly clear when you've come on, come on with us. But now the difference between that and prop bets. What is what is your general rule regarding prop bets? Great question. Uh, so, you know, th there's three things when it comes to prop bets for the Super Bowl. Number one, uh, you're kind of running out of time, but you can use this towards next year or any year. Mm -hmm. If you want to bet overs, obviously, you know, the general public, anybody listening to this segment wants to bet over. So what do I mean by that? I mean, just your, you know, Pat Patrick Mahomes passing yards over. Hurts right. uh, is passing yards over. Kelsey's receiving yards over. You want to bet, if you're going to bet overs, bet them early because uh, typically they move specifically on, you know, this upcoming weekend. You're going to, because the public's going to start getting involved on Super Bowl props. Uh, so bet overs as early as possible. Unders late, because a lot of those types of the same things that I just mentioned, Mahomes passing yards, Kelsey receiving yards and whatnot, you're paying significant premiums as you lead up towards the Super Bowl, you know, the three, four hours leading up to it. So unders late, overs early. Uh, I, I say this, avoid the, the needle in the haystack type of bets that, you know, exact outcomes, you know, whether it's the exact outcomes of the particular game, exact, you know, who's going to score the first touchdown in the game. It's generally speaking that the public's going to want to bet a little to win a lot. And it's completely opposite when it comes to the pros because the pros, and this would be the third thing, are not afraid to bet a lot to win a little, particularly don't be afraid to bet no. No, there's you know there's not going to be a safety. Let's bet the no. No, there's not going to be a defensive special teams touchdown. And a lot of times those things, you know, particularly uh, the safety should be priced at minus fourteen hundred, and you can find that minus eight hundred. Uh, meaning, you know, instead of betting fourteen hundred dollars to win a hundred, you could bet eight hundred dollars to win a hundred. So uh, don't be afraid to do that. Uh, I know a lot of people don't have that bankroll, but. Uh, um, even if you, you know, divide and, and, you know, not afraid to bet 80 bucks to win 10 bucks. I mean, you can get that Subway sandwich, uh, uh, <laughs> lunch that, uh, on the house, uh, sort of, yeah, that, that foot long now it used to be five, now it's 10, but, uh, you can get some free lunches out there. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, everybody, and we're talking with Brad powers, Brad power seven on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Click the bill King tab at the top of the page. Brad, a lot of people are talking about these two offenses, and for good reason, you know, high-powered offenses. But 
Both these defenses are pretty good, too. And your mind is the under in play for Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think it is for $3,000, right, Brad? Yeah, it was. I mean, just because I thought it was going to be the best number I could find. But the problem is a lot of guys I respect. And keep in mind, I don't originate the NFL like college. College, if I have my own opinion, I mean, I respect other people's opinion, but it just comes down to, you know, I know more than a market a majority of the time. This one, I, I just didn't think we'd close. We would see 51 again, but here it is, you know, Tuesday before the Super Bowl, and I bet under 51 uh, within five minutes of the line opening up, thinking, nah, we won't see 51 again, and yet, you know, seven, eight days later, here we are. So a lot of people disagree with me on this one. I'm still going to lean under, uh, obviously. Uh, I better be rooting for it, I mean, with the bet that I made, but uh, <laughs> under 51 for me. Although I'll say this, guys. I would not be a bit surprised if you can find something better. Because, I mean, it, what's really concerning for me is the fact that we're sitting here at 51 and, and the public, again, has not gotten involved yet. Won't get involved until next weekend. So I, I'm guessing that I made, from a value aspect, I made a bad bet. Well, yeah, yes and no, but you got to play it. I mean, but I see some 50 and a halfs in here, too. Uh, so with that, but... Yeah, I guess the public's always going to go over, right? That's just in general. Yeah, almost always, yeah. 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 And there's no question about it. I mean, not, at least nine times out of ten, they're going over. This is what I like about Brad. Brad Powers uh, 7 on Twitter. You can go there and you post what you do. Uh, a, lot of you, a lot of your buddies out there don't. Well, I mean, I'm just going to be generally speaking. I mean, I and this is being conservative, I would say at least 70% of the people that sell picks and, and do – or talk, don't bet. So at least seventy percent, wow. probably yeah. closer to ninety percent. So that's just reality. I know that, yeah. by that, but that's the honest to God truth. I mean, a lot, a lot of the guys that talk, you know, whether it's in media or guys that you know sell picks, they just don't bet. So, and uh, you know, you can tell. I, I now that I am entering year fifteen in this, I, I get spotted within probably two minutes of somebody talking. Maybe and that might even be conservative. A lot of times, it's probably maybe by the second sentence. You know, and I guess it's just because it's so now more mainstream with all the states opening up and everything that there's the demand for it, and so they're feeding that. You know, sort of like the Food Network, everybody eating, right? So uh, now more people are playing, and so they're taking advantage of these. For you, it's an industry, but these cottage industries that have popped up around it. Oh my, yeah. I mean, because everyone's got trying to get a piece of the pie. I mean, it's a relatively new industry as far as coming into the light being regulated. I mean, and, but I think we're talking about, you know, I, I think what was it in the month of November legally, you know, there was what ten plus billion bet uh, among the states, and that was just legal still. So, and that's one month, ten billion plus on sports. So yeah, I mean, people are seeing dollar signs and want to get their you know piece of the pie. Uh, I have a lot of general thoughts. I think some of it probably it couldn't be broadcast due to FCC regulations, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. The market will eventually mature. Brad, uh, you've been all over this Tommy Reese story. You're a Notre Dame fan, correct, or no? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So, and I'm still working on – believe it or not, a lot of people are like, what are you doing in basketball, you fool? Nah, I'm, I will have, within a week, probably a really good set of college football power ratings for the upcoming season. And that will be the earliest ever. I don't know. I just – I'm kind of in a zone there, but 
you know, we're seeing a lot of staff turnover yet. I mean, we've got, you know, Alabama just finalized their staff. I mean, here we are. It's after signing day. Notre Dame has to record, you know, they're going to have to hire an offensive coordinator. Miami has to hire both offensive and defensive coordinators. So, I mean, these are pretty important hires that are going to have to be made. Yeah, how does that affect, you know, your your preseason outlook when, you know, these staff changes are made? Because, you know, when these new OCs and DCs come in, we're not 100% sure, you know, A, what they're going to run, B, you know, is the personnel that they have going to fit what they want to do, right? Does that affect at all your preseason power rankings or, or you know, preseason win totals, that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's tough to quantify it. Oh, you know, oh, he doesn't have his personnel, so downgrade him a point type of stuff. So, I mean, again, it's a lot of gray area, but I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, depends on what type of system he's going to run. It depends on, you know, the, the, do the players that are currently on the roster, do they fit that system? Particularly, obviously, you're going to look first and foremost, if it's an offense coordinator, you're going to look at the quarterback position, if he's the right fit or not. So uh, it comes down to this, and I know a lot of people have scoffed over this, but I think they're starting to come around a little bit. Uh, let me watch the spring game and see. Yep. And I'm not saying that's the end all, but let me just at least get a look uh, and see what's going on a little bit. So uh, a lot of it's going to – more and more, a lot of things depend on me watching the 60-70 spring games that are telecasted. What's the over-under on how many more jobs Kevin Steele will have? <laughs> I think this will be it. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> I like that. You're uh, – uh, that's getting in the weeds, uh, deep diving a little bit. Yeah, I think this is it. And, you know, I think this is it for Saban. I, I don't expect him unless things really go bad with, with Tommy Reese and, and Steele. I think these are the two last coordinator hires uh, that, that he makes. One guy that he's super familiar with and a young guy that's, you know, probably not going to bounce towards a big-time job after a year. So he's going to, you know, Tommy Reese, is, the expectation probably with that hire is he's there for a couple of years, two, three years. and. I, if I'm putting an over/under on the Saban era, and I've been wrong in the past, because he, he keeps lasting longer than expected, but I do think uh, two and a half, maybe uh, over/under uh, on the remaining years for, for Nick Saban. Wow, two and a mm-hmm. half. I thought he would get. What is he now? Seventy-three? Is he seventy-three? But I don't know. Your boy Billy Bill King said thinks he's going to coach to eighty, and he's healthy. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I just. <laughs> There's too many things changing, and let's see if the the, Nick's the slide continues. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm going to be honest with you, that was as disappointing of a season as they've ever had under Nick Saban last year. When they were still pretty back, good. <laughs> yeah, I know they're still pretty good, and the two losses they had were basically on the final play, but uh, the expectation was that. I mean, I know the expectation is to win the title every year, but that was the, the year. I mean, you had a returning Heisman player and a returning mm-hmm. Nagurski winner, meaning the best you know defense player in the country, and you didn't even get to the playoffs. I mean, whew, that was that was that was a very disappointing season. Yeah, number one recruiting class though coming in, so they just you know, it you know they <laughs> yeah. remind me of those Miami Hurricanes teams, right? In the in the late eighties, early nineties, they don't rebuild; they just reload and come back at you. Well, it's a different animal now, though. People, uh, there's a lot of money out there, and you know. You're seeing kids move. Right. It's crazy. Uh, hey, Brad, the side. Uh, Eagles minus one and a half. Yep. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's really it's tough. It's tough because, I mean, again, I think I said this in the, in the conference championship games. Look, I, I like all four of those teams and want to bet on all four. And in this instance, I mean, we got the best of the best. The one seed versus the one seed statistically, both of it backs up. I mean, the, the question you got to ask yourself is, 
you go with the better roster and the deeper roster because I think Philly's the better roster? Or do you keep it simple and go with the better quarterback and the better head coach? And I think that, or at least the, more, the much more experienced head coach in Andy Reid. So uh, I, I'm going to go. I still think it's a very quarterback, head coach driven league and market. Uh, so I'm going to go with Kansas City. Nothing big. Just because it's Super Bowl doesn't mean it's the biggest game of the year doesn't mean you have to have the biggest bet of the, of the year. I did bet it already, just anticipating a market move. Mm-hmm. I took Philly uh, plus one and a half, knowing full well that I think I'd come around to Kansas City as their injury report clean, uh, cleared up. If you want to get in front of a move, uh, I think Kansas City money is going to show. I think this line closes pick them. Yeah. So that, that tells you how, how evenly matched these two teams are. Well, isn't it right now it's almost 70% Eagles? So I, I, I saw that. Yeah, most it, of the money seems to be coming in on Philly, right? I saw that on something last yeah. night. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but uh, well, now, That's another podcast I would like to do, these betting percentages <laughs> and this and that. Uh, I don't think they mil, uh, mean a hill of beans uh, because each individual book is different. If you gave me a consensus report, mm-hmm. if all the books in the world funneled into the one source, and they told me exactly, you know, here's how much, here's how many tickets are on this particular team. Here's how much money's on this particular uh, team. Sure, but each individual book is different. And if that information was so good, do you think the sports books would release that information if mm. it was profitable? Mm. So, well, just, something to, just something to think about. Well, I know, and but... here's another thing. Just generally uh, think about 80 to 90% of the money hasn't even shown up yet. That's coming on Saturday and Sunday. So uh, all this, ooh, you know, 70% of the money is this. I mean, it, it's it's nothing compared to what's coming in the next few days. Well, how do you judge contrarian picks then? Uh, well, I mean, it's that's a good that's a good that's a good thing. Uh, there the comeback. I mean, it almost you know got me stumbling and bumbling. <laughs> but uh, I just generally speaking. Uh, I, you ask yourself this one question: What would Barney at the bar bet? And <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I think Barney's taking the Eagles. So you know. Yeah, I think so. Or sometimes, and this, oh my God, guys! I mean, this is going to be breaking news. Sometimes it's okay to say, "I don't know." <laughs> I know we live in a society where you know you got to have a hot take on everything. Right. Just, you know, a lot of games. You don't know because there's probably not the you know very public in this particular instance. I think there's gonna. I think the public's gonna. You know, I don't think there's an overwhelming choice here. I think yeah, Philly's probably gonna get a majority of the tickets, but it's not gonna be something like five to one in favor of the Eagles. And thus, you're not really loading up on this one. You'll have something, but it's not you know, one of your bigger plays just because it's another game. I think that's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the one that I remember specifically, and now it's starting to get a little older, six seven years ago, but. The one, the, the Panthers, the Broncos game, where the public was all over the Panthers on that one because they had such a dominant season. They were more offensively driven. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Broncos, had, you know, were defensively driven. There was that was the one Super Bowl where I thought there was clearly a split between the public and the pros. And you know, I was fortunate to take the Broncos in that one. Where will you watch the game? Oh, at home. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> no parties, no sports books. Uh, I can't – I look, I – What are you going to do, I'm just a order a pie and some wings and just kind of hang out at your at your crib and watch yeah, it? Yeah, I got – you know, I got five TVs. And, you know, <laughs> the biggest one's 80 inches, so I'm doing okay. Attaboy. My guy. 
You know, I want to be like him when I grow up. I'm telling you. You know, uh, if you text me your address, I'll pay for the wings. Okay. <laughs> and I won't show up. Brian, I'll, no. No, I'll, I'll send I'll send you wings from Buffalo Lenovo wings. Oh, they're the best. And, I've uh, heard that. And, yeah, and, and you're and not it, the first person. And Brett, and as far as you know, all they do is sell pizza and wings. You know what I'm saying? That's all that goes on there. Keep it simple. I try to tell people that's the way to live. Well, you know, a lot of people say there's other things that goes on there. I don't know nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Brad, tell the people how to get in touch. BradBowerSports.com. Click on the Bill King tab at the top of the page uh, for information. And, uh, you know, happy Super Bowl to everybody. No no matter what you're betting out there, good luck. Uh, Just, uh, you know, I'm rooting for a little bit lower score. Just put it that way. All right. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Great stuff, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care. Brad Powers, um, the best. Really the best. He's fun. All right. We'll take a break. Hey, you know what it is? You know what it is, John? What is it? it? It's wide open to the top of the hour. (laughs) 615-844-5600. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. 
To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. There's no doubt if you listen to Rand Carthen today, like you're excited. Like, all right, yep. this guy answers the questions. He seems to be pretty genuine. By the way, he had some passion. Oh, he did. In, in his presser today. So I, I get it. And He's very genuine, uh, or at least feels very genuine. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's pretty okay. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Hanging in here tonight. Strike and spare. Family Fun Center Studios. Tony. Good morning, Tony. Tony. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. It is a good Tuesday out here. I tell you what, a sunny day. Gonna hit a little golf ball today. Had a boy. So uh, I had to get in. Uh, had to get my call in. The uh, good to hear from you. You know, listening to Brad Powers talking about those prop bets. I think the craziest one that I think that they do, and there's all of them. We know that, but the one when they bet on how long the national anthem's gonna be. When, yeah, that's a popular you know, one. That is a popular one. And to know, you know, I don't know if the people doing the national anthem, if they are aware of the bet of the, you know, whatever the minute and time is set on it, if they try to hit it or if they try to uh, miss it. You know, I've always been curious to that. Yeah, um, I mean, it's really no way of knowing that, right? But and it now is. that they they might be betting on it, right? They're going they're going to take it in their favor. They have uh, to, do they have to sign a, a a disclosure that they will not allow anybody to time it. They have to sign an agreement that they will not know that they can't do any of that. They can't bet on it. They that's part of the contract that they sign when okay. they and, and they get paid quite well to sing the national anthem, right? But oh, the ironic sure. thing is Rihanna, who's doing the halftime show, she doesn't get paid for that. The league doesn't pay you. No, for that, that. Oh, no, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's basically saying, listen, it's a 20-minute infomercial on you and your music, so that's payment enough. That is I mean, tough. but wait that's- a minute. You're telling me that Michael Jackson didn't get paid to do the halftime Super Bowl? No, I'm, I'm, talking, <laughs> about na- I'm talking about the national anthem. No, no, I'm saying I was, yeah. I was bringing up another point about, yeah. about the halftime show, the performers, how they don't get paid. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if that's always wonder. been like that. Yeah, though. I don't know. But I know that, you know, like Bruno Mars didn't get paid. Beyonce didn't get yep. paid. Lady Gaga. But Michael Jackson had to have gotten paid, man. I don't know. His album sales, Somebody, were, were, co- his album would... sales were kind of slow at the time. So maybe he did do it for free. Who knows? That's true. Yeah. Did y'all catch any of the senior bowl this weekend? No. No, I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. No. I was working. I watched about maybe altogether a half. There's some there was some, you know, good play in the game itself, but uh, you know, a lot of a lot of it's so programmed for just so much that they're gonna do. They ran three different possible offenses, the your standard eleven, uh what is it, your eleven and 11 twelve personnel, and, twelve uh, personnel, sure. Yeah. 
different yeah, looks. Yeah, right. And they did. They were able to do it 21. No blitzing, but by the fourth quarter, that's gone. Yeah. And, you know, some of that stuff. That, but it was good to see some other players uh, from other leagues, other teams playing it and stuff. Yeah, I'll have Rick? to go back and uh, check out the highlights on YouTube and see if anybody's because uh, as a Giants fan, I'm right. looking at wide receivers here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Y'all are promoting a um, softball event down in uh, Columbia coming up soon. Yeah, I, I've heard the commercial. I'm not. Uh, you, I you, think yeah. I'm going to go to it. I have a niece that plays on Motlow's team. Of course, I'm being a you know governor. And then I got a friend that plays on Club Columbia State, I think it is. Uh, I think I might ride down there and see that. I think that could be pretty good for my my aspect of it. But it did bring me to question. You know, Vanderbilt's fixing to go to, uh, insert, put in uh, women's, the volleyball. I don't have to say women's uh, volleyball. Right. So there's a lot of, lot of Vandy fans would love to see I would. I'm one of those people. I am too, John. But their dilemma, as David Williams told me one day, I told him, I said, buddy, you you want more money out of me? Put in softball. I'll buy season tickets. Uh And he told me, he said, Tony, we're landlocked. We can't put a softball field nowhere on this campus. Mm. And it brought, you know, it raised questions with me. Could they not partner? Somebody else? Well, Belmont. I was going to say Belmont, maybe. I don't know. Well, well, well Belmont uh, partners with the city. Uh, they play their baseball, softball, uh, maybe soccer Rose at, at Rose Park. Yep. Yeah, they're the only, uh, Vanderbilt's the only team in the SEC, only school in the SEC that does not have softball. There's 13 competitors. And, you uh, know, competitors? Greg, competitors. And that's, just, <laughs> that's just another slant against Vanderbilt. I mean, it just, it's just, it's just. Everybody plays at the Vanderbilt. Everybody's got gymnastics, but Vanderbilt. I mean, uh, it's just, do they really? I don't know about that. Uh, and and you watch Friday night uh, gymnastics on SEC, buddy. Almost every team is ranked in there. It, it, oh yeah, it, SEC gymnastics good. is like a long-standing tradition, man. George. Georgia and Alabama had that great rivalry all those years, and uh, they, they yeah. did a SEC special on it. I watched it. It was good. Only only eight schools have gymnastics in the SEC. Only eight? Mm-hmm. Well, all eight are ranked. <laughs> That's all I know. I watch it on Friday night. And, uh, and uh, Auburn's got uh, an Olympic gold medalist. LSU had uh, Mary Lou Retton's daughter. Who, well, the girl uh, at LSU now is like a – Social media sensation. She's making millions of dollars oh, in NIL. Oh, man, making 2 or $3 million. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. All right, guys. All right Tony. See All right. you, buddy. Let's take a break. Eric, you come right after it. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. 
If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. One five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you want to give us a call this morning, Alan Bell coming up at ten twenty five. We're going to be at Kitchen Notes, Bill King Show, our show this coming Friday morning. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys, what's going on, guys? You may have heard about this. uh, Have you heard that they're bringing back, I guess, it's an updated version of King of the Hill? No, I haven't heard that. What is that? I guess it's going to be Bobby, I guess, as an adult. Maybe he'll be married to uh, Connie. and uh, I guess guess the older version, I still think they're going to have Hank, uh, Boomhauer, Bill, and uh, Dale. I guess they'll still be, like, 20 years old to stay up the street drinking beer and talking and stuff. And con and men and all that sort of stuff, but uh, it's they're supposed to be bringing it back. But I don't know what they're going to do with the character of Luann. I guess get somebody else to do a voice because the girl that did her voice passed away. Well, good luck to them. I never really watched the show when it was on, so I actually thought it was pretty hilarious myself. Yeah, so. I, I saw a couple episodes. A couple, yeah, it was it was okay. 
Yeah, yeah. And guys, said you also heard about this that now apparently it was on auction. Tom Brady, the spot where he stood in the sand, uh, I guess they may have closed a bit or whatever. It was up to like $100,000 of people bidding to buy the sand where he stood when he yeah, retired. I, yeah, I, I mean, that. it is just, I mean, if, I guess if they say it's a fool in the money or soup party, it's just like, can you imagine somebody bidding on something like that? Yes, but I, I guess can. people are so hey, different. You, Greg? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, is that it? What else, Eric? Uh, one, 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 one more quick thing, and I'll get off. Have, guys, have y'all heard how the uh, Beyonce ticket sales are going? Or is there any controversy, or is that still going pretty well? Or uh, they've ironed out the problem Ticketmaster's had? Uh, with the, had I haven't heard a Swift. thing. I know there was that disaster with Taylor Swift, but I haven't heard anything about Beyonce. Is she coming here? I had no. Yeah, yeah, she is coming to Nashville. I, uh, oh, okay. She's going to be performing, I think it's in July, at Nissan Stadium. So Okay. Well, Eric, I can tell you this. I know you ain't ready for that, Jay. <laughs> Thanks for the call, buddy. Yes. All right, y'all take care. Of us. Just... I hope she doesn't slip on the turf over at Nissan. I, I kind of hope she does. A lot of the injuries with that turf. I just I, hope nothing I kind of hope she her. does. It'd be kind of funny. You know, you're uh, you're uh, getting better, Patton. You're uh, the you know sarcasm comes with age. It Thank really you. does. It ripens. Yes, uh, it really does. Uh, <laughs> so I want to uh, this uh, just getting this. Uh, Travis Teletasi, who's a buddy of mine, he's the Associate Commissioner of the High Valley Conference, mm-hmm. has just been named the uh, Commissioner of the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. The MAC. The MAC. The MAC with two A's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I'm very familiar with that from my days working in Buffalo. And he, yeah. and uh, Iona, mm-hmm. right? Those. Yeah. And he's, um, um, yeah, I think he's from Pittsburgh, but he's went to school up that way. But uh, mm-hmm. very Good, uh, you know. As a matter of fact, I called him yesterday about something. Yeah, and he didn't call me back. <laughs> now you know why. He's, he's a little busy. You yeah, know? it's uh, yeah. Hey, good for him. Canisius, Fairfield, Iona, Manhattan, Marist, Mount St. Mary's, yeah. Niagara, Quinnipiac, Ryder, St. Peter's. Uh, yeah, when I worked in Buffalo, yeah, yeah we in uh, Siena. When I worked in Buffalo, we had you know we were all over the MAC because we had two teams in our. In our region with Niagara, right over, you know, next door, Niagara Falls, and of course, uh, uh, Canisius right in Buffalo. So yeah. he used to be the uh, assist deputy athletics director at Marist, mm-hmm. uh, is one of his things. So, um, very cool, good uh, for him. and uh, he went to Marist, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so it's kind of coming home a little bit. He's from uh, Benwood, West Virginia, but he's a big uh, uh, Steelers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's that's a most West. What's that? About an hour and a half. Yeah, Morgantown is like an hour and change from Pittsburgh. So, Mm -hmm. um, most most West Virginians in that area are are Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So he's got a Zoom at eleven o'clock this morning. Right now, as a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. eleven Eastern. Should I think I ought to write in about ten oh five? Call him on his phone. Hey, you want to come on my show? (laughs) Hey, dude, where are you going? You busy? Where are you going? <laughs> what are you up to? Well, that's good news. I, I'm, uh, good. good for him. Travis is a good dude. All right. Uh, and um, I hate to see him leave the OVC, but it, yeah. hey, he's a new commissioner. Get us some. Uh, well, he was trained well by Commissioner Beth, our friend, friend of show. Yeah. Uh, replaces Rich Insert, who had been the commissioner since 1988. Wow. Yeah. He had a good run, though. Good no. for him. Not bad. All right. Well, um, the music says something. That means it's the top of the hour break with news and at 1025 Allen Bell. More of your phone calls as well.
ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. 5,000 people at least dead in the aftermath of the powerful earthquake and aftershocks in Turkey and Syria. Tens of thousands have been left injured. ABC's Marcus Moore in southern Turkey with more on the effort to save more people. Workers known as the White Helmets, a Syrian rescue group, digging through a mountain of debris to rescue a child. Mashallah, mashallah. Grateful, she opens her eyes alive. Nearby, you can hear more cries for help. People trapped under the rubble. The capital of Aleppo, one of the worst hit areas. In Syria, where Aleppo is and civil war has been raging for years, people are desperate. Malatios Zafiran is with St. George Orthodox Church in Allentown, Pennsylvania. They are worried, you know, on many different levels because some, some people, they lost their houses now. President Biden will tonight deliver the State of the Union address. The president expected to talk about the infrastructure bill, jobs, and the economy. ABC senior White House correspondent Mary Bruce. In the speech, he may also likely call for more police reforms, foreign policy, also likely to play a big role here. And of course, looming over all of this, the upcoming presidential race. This is likely the president's largest audience of the year. Tonight, a great opportunity for him to try and outline why he feels he deserves another four years. Boarding buses headed to Washington today in protest. Long Island and New York constituents of newly elected Congressman George Santos. George Santos has really taken our voice away from us because he's a pariah on both sides of the aisle. He's not someone anyone can respect. They want Santos to step down for the multiple lies on his resume and what he has said about in his past. More than a week after severe weather moved into Texas, about 10,000 homes and businesses, mostly in the Austin area, are still without power. Lots of folks shelling out lots of money for tonight's Lakers game. LeBron James needs 36 points to set the all-time NBA scoring record could happen this evening. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It is hour number two. Want to give us a call, please do. 615-844-5600. Strike Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pope. Kitchen Notes Friday. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to get down there a little bit earlier. And I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to get the same amount of food that you get and eat on the air, but I'm going to do it before the air, before we go on the air. Are you trying to passively, aggressively send me a message that I shouldn't be eating while we're on the air? Uh, just during the commercial breaks. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> no. I don't. You, Dubin was the one that he'd have. It, what the thing about it is he'd have it slopped all down his, you know, he'd, have, he'd, be, he'd be over there wiping uh, oatmeal off his chest, all lathered up with it. So, uh, no, no, you could do anything you want to do, well, John. I mean, you know, what it, what, listen, I, yeah. you're the names at the top of the marquee. Uh-huh. I'll do whatever you, it is just you no, want me no to do. Just no smacking on the air, okay? okay. Just no smacking okay. Any, on the any, air. Any, anything else? Let me, let me, I'll tell you let me what, get a pen and paper and write this down. Those, you know Do's what, and don'ts the, uh, while doing a radio show with Greg Pope. The maple mm-hmm. sausage. Yes. The Lynx. Yes. <laughs> Phenomenal. Oh, unbelievable. Patton, Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I've only got I've only got to have it once. It was for commitment, so I got to partake. Uh, okay, good. Uh, got a plate or three. Here, uh, Patton, have some sausage. I had to eat it up because I didn't know when I was going to be able to go back. So right, right. Was that Bill King? That yeah, was, you know, me doing an imitation of somebody else doing an imitation of Bill King. Yeah, no, because you're Bill King. I think it's pretty good, oh, really. It's that there. that wasn't very good, there. but the, most of them are. So, uh, anyway, 615-844-5600. All right. If you have any other suggestions uh, uh, for me, please let me know. I'm, I'm, I, I sit, up, sit up straight. Okay. All right. Sit up straight. Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> I dressed appropriately today uh, for the radio? No, you uh, you look just what, came from a workout? or a, No, a, I just a, woke up and threw something on because oh, okay. it's radio. I, yeah. <laughs> I woke up, brushed my teeth, and I'm, I'm went dre- out the door. I, I'm, I'm, you are, yeah. What do you What do you got? What do you got? Uh, you I meeting ha- with some people today? I, I have a date tonight. Really? Yes, with my daughter, Grace Poe. Oh, that's uh, nice. You know where we're going? Yes, I do. Where? You're going to... Preds uh, game. No. No, you're going... That's a good guess, though, Preds game. Uh, where are you going? I don't know you, where you're going. We've had this, you, you, you know, on this show. Well... Dude, I'm 52. I, re- I forget stuff. Uh, go, oh, uh, uh, Killer Bees. Killer Bees. That's at, right. At, I am going. Shout out, Bees. I'm going to the Grand Ole Opry. That's right. Uh, tonight. Oh, nice. You and Grace are going? Grace and oh, I are that's going. that's lovely. Uh, her husband was unable to because of work issues. So, um, Well, please uh, yeah. please give Bees our best, man. Yeah. We, uh, we uh, love Bees. Apparently, I'm going to get to go backstage. Oh, well, p- please tell. If they go, you know. Will you. 
please tell Killer Bees hello from me I and will. Patton. And, and the thing, too. Well, that'll be a fun night with yeah, you and your daughter. And, That's awesome. And I really lose my Nashville card when I say this. This is the first time I've been to the Grand Ole I know, Opry. I know. And when people say that, they're when I say that, people are surprised. Yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised. I don't know why. You know, I yeah. haven't. I don't know. How many years have you lived in Nashville? Uh, since the 80s. So you know? about 30 years? Thirty-five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like I know. That. I've been here going on eleven yeah. years. It'll be eleven years mm-hmm. in May, and, mm-hmm. and I haven't been either. I, yeah. I'm embarrassed. Like I, was, I, like I've been there, you know. I've, been, I've, I've walked around. I, I've been there, but I haven't been there to to take in a show. Yeah. But I that, have been. Whoa. To the Grand that are you Well, that very good. Good for you. Very well, you're ab- born and raised here, man. You should. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I <laughs> was a whole in, lot of bragging. But, but Bowling yeah. Green, and then yeah, that's not really a bi- that's not really a big time flex on your part. You know, you're poor. I'll bet you've been to the Country Music Hall of Fame too, haven't you? I uh, did last summer. <laughs> now, I've long. done that. I've done that. Yeah. So all right, uh, let's get some calls. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Mulehead, Kevin, what's up? Muley, what's up? Man, the Country Music Hall of Fame is well worth the money. Yes, yeah. Get get the little handheld thing where you push the button and mm-hmm. they and you and they it's audio. It is man, it's awesome. And, and take I, your time too. It. It, yeah. it, it's at least a half a day. I went to the African American yeah. Music Hall of Fame last summer. That was, that was actually on the Fourth of July. It was a lot. That was incredible. Well, good. That's uh, the, yeah, you got to experience this stuff. So uh, yeah, no doubt. But man. I want to. Hey, I want to I want to congratulate John on your your hero about to break the record. So, con- congratulations. Well, that's buddy. mighty big of you, Muley. I know you're a Steph Curry shimmy shimmy cocoa pop fan, but uh, that's mighty big of you, Muley. I, you know, let me well, ask I you mean, this: Are you a fan, or you just do that to irritate John? Uh, man, I just uh, I used to not really care, but now I'm a huge fan uh, <laughs> because of John. Muley, I respect you for that. I respect you for that. I don't even consider. I don't even consider LeBron in the top five of all-time players. You stop know. it. Stop. Yeah. Muley. See, Muley. Michael, stop. Muley. Stop. Yeah, you know, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's one, of course. You know, Larry Bird is two. Magic Johnson's three. Steph Curry, four. <laughs> Kiki Vandalay. Kiki Vandalay. I love you, Muley. I love you, man. But that would be my top five. LeBron might make the top fifty. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> it'd be among the the, fi- yeah. the uh, top fifty of the century, right? Yeah. yeah. You'll nah, have nah, Kevin's man, top five. Nah, he's he's a great player, man. And congratulations. He's gonna. I hope he breaks it tonight. I hope he does too. Bit, I hope he gets thirty-five tonight. You would. And has to go to and has to go to like Minnesota to break it. <laughs> I hope it's a I hope it's a West close Coast game. game. He's got thirty. He's got thirty five, and there's like two seconds left, and he gets obviously fouled, and they don't call it, and then he has a tantrum again, and just starts crying on the floor. Oh, they would. Oh, oh, come on, hey, Muley. they would. Hey, they would bring. They'd bring everybody back out of the we locker room. We talking to Mulehead, Kevin, or are we talking to Skip Bayless right now? <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, the Lakers are at home the next two games. Okay, so, so it's he'll, he'll, at he'll home. do it at home. Okay. Yeah, it's, that's why he slowed some for. of it. Yeah, he slowed some of his scoring down so he could do it at home. Yeah, he mm-hmm. set out one game. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I want to do it at home. Yeah, that's but, a team, uh, team player. <laughs> what do you think those tickets are going for tonight? Well, it's Pat, once you look, let's let's look and see what what StubHub has or somebody. Uh, but I would guess. I tell you what, that's. Uh, I went to that arena to see a hockey game. What back in November, right? And and it's pretty cool going there. It really is downtown there, and 
Then, of course, the Grammys were there Sunday night, by the way. What about Bonnie Raitt and John Prine, giving the uh, kudos to John Prine? How cool was that? Yeah, that was cool. And uh, you look at all the older older folks that won Grammys, you know. Yeah. Willie Nelson won mm-hmm. the Grammy. And Ozzy Osbourne won a Grammy, <laughs> a couple of them. Is he still alive? So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure somebody had to wake yeah. him up and tell him, hey, you just won a Grammy. <laughs> He won like best rock album and best uh, metal song. So he, <laughs> my neighbor was there, so he was telling me all about it. So he he said he, L.A. is not for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed my time. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't like L.A., but I, I could go down the coast all the way to San Diego and either or go north up to, uh, you know, Carmel and up that way. Yeah. But uh, hey, uh, what do what do you have, Pat? Yeah, so uh, if if we want to be courtside tonight, just to kind of get get the whole atmosphere, forty five thousand dollars. Forty five thousand courtside. All right, what's what's the the it's, the cheapest? It's pretty a uh, hundred bucks will get you. A hundred bucks will get us in. Well, that, that's not upstairs. Yeah, you're at the you're in the lights, but mm-hmm. yeah, but you're in the building. Hundred yeah. yeah. That's made. not bad at all, right? Yeah. Heck, I was checking Vanderbilt tickets for Tennessee tomorrow night, and up at the upper deck, they're like 65 75 bucks. And I was like, golly. For, and you can barely see game? up there. <laughs> well, uh, huh. yeah, so um, Vandy going to beat Tennessee tomorrow night? No. Uh, no. Tennessee's sort of been scuffling here a little bit. I'd like yeah, to see but it. They, got, they play defense, though. So. Yeah. I mean, they might they might struggle on offense lately, but they they play defense. So, Robbins but would. It's, I'm know, sure it'll be a good dominate. game. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Vandy Clay can call in and uh, and uh, maybe. Why give do us you a encourage that? Reason. Maybe he can give us a reason Same why. Same reason why I do it. It's fun, right, Neely? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see you, Kevin. Maybe he can go. Maybe he can go to the game. All right. No. <laughs> See the show. Now that's a bridge too far. 615-844-5600. Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence, good morning. Will Smith is, is disgusting. <laughs> hey, hey, Lawrence. Oh, man. Hey, hey, hey uh, JB and uh, Greg, how you all? Uh, Listen, have you all seen the, uh, have you all seen the uh, show that's been on about the Southern basketball? I no, I want to watch no, that. The, it's on the SEC Network. Listen, yeah. Hey, Yes, it, listen, you've got to see it. it, it, uh, it the, 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 I think it's down to the second part, but last night they were talking about Rupp, and then they talking about how Rupp uh, was such a hard guy to get along with. You know, he didn't want to recruit the blacks. And it had a real good piece about Perry Wallace. And Perry Wallace went through so much. You know, people don't realize. I remember when Perry Wallace played at Pearl High School when Cornelius Ridley, I remember uh, – when Perry was it, I mean, he was just a great guy, you know. And then they did a real good piece about Perry, uh, Pete Maravich. So watch it. It's called yep. Southern. It's on the, it's on the uh, SEC network. Right. I've been, you know, I grew up on Southern basketball, obviously, and Pete Maravich, my all-time ba- favorite basketball player. Um, yeah. Oh, well. He's the best. He's the best. The, the Perry. I, 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 there's there's a book um, called Courage Inside uh, that Andrew Marinus wrote on Perry Wallace. It was made into right, a documentary. Right, right. That's I would I, yeah, yes. recommend that. Yes. But, but talking about Maravich, I saw him play at the old Loyola gym when he played with the New Orleans Jazz, and and they played they New Orleans Jazz were terrible, 
and they uh, they played uh, the Houston Rockets, and Houston had Rudy Tomjanovich and Calvin Murphy, and Maravich fouled out and got about 48. But can you imagine what Maravich would have done if they'd had the three-point shot? Let me tell you what's happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you remember a player named Rick Mount? At Purdue, yes, uh, all American, right, yeah. great, great player. Right. Well, you know, Purdue's you know engineering you know school. They went back right. and and pre they I don't know whatever you call it, but they uh, presupposed where the three point line would be, and and they went back and then got all the film of, and they how much many more points he would have scored. Think about that if if Pete Maravich. He averaged what forty-five points a game three straight years, because right. uh, right, he couldn't right. play as a freshman. Uh, they said it would be he would be in the sixties a game yeah. if they had the three point. What did he die of? Well, well, heart attack. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, he had heart trouble. But the thing about him, his dad, see, uh, Press. Yep. The reason they reason his dad is named Press. He used to deliver the Pittsburgh Press Center the newspaper, and so he and he got the job at North Carolina State. And Maravich was like a seventh and eighth grader, and he would scrimmage with the NC State boys, and he beat them. Well, there's and, a and book he, out. I mean, there's a book out on uh, Pete Maravich. You need to read. It's excellent. Uh, if if you want to go that way uh, as well, so yeah, he, well, he and he followed he, in obviously, and it, and followed him too. But it tells about just how he everywhere he went as a kid, he took a basketball with him. Even even the in the schools, they let him they let him have it at, at his seat. Hmm. But look, listen, look at the program. One other thing, there's a, they're talking about a Rupp. When they're talking about Rupp Bronson, they had Pat Riley. Pat Riley jumped center. And they had Larry Conley in that bunch. And uh, it, it's good. Watch it. You and John watch it. You'll yeah. enjoy it. I'll have a good week. All yeah. right, Lawrence. Yeah, we'll check it out. Thanks. Yeah, Rupp's Runts uh, lost to Texas Western. Mm-hmm. And there was a movie about that, the first all-black. Texas Western yep. became? UTEP. 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 Yep. Uh Don Haskins uh, was the coach there. And great that, movie. Yeah, great movie. And it was uh, actually one of the players in that that on that team um, back when they came out. I had had him on the radio. I don't remember. I can't even remember his name. Whenever that movie came out, but uh, yeah, the first time an all black starting five beat uh, an all white starting five. Uh, Kentucky's Rupps runs. Pat Riley, uh, Larry Conley, as he mentioned. Um, boy, who else? Louis Dampier was on that team. So anyway. Stroll down Southern basketball. There used to be. Uh, you remember Joe Dean? You remember Joe Dean? You. He had. He's the one that came up with string music. Yeah, and he, string music. Can I, I can I tell you a Joe Dean uh, story? Please do. All right. He was later on athletic director. He worked for Converse, and he lived in Baton Rouge. He was the athletic director at at, at LSU. But he was became famous because he was on. Back then, it was uh, Jefferson Pilot or the Raycom game yeah. of the week. Right. And, and and he had all of his, you know, his gruff voice and everything. But he's working for Converse. So he tells a story that um, he was he worked for Converse, lived in Baton Rouge, and they had a, they had a, uh, a corporate meeting in New York City. All right? And, and so he, he goes there, and it's cold. He's coming from Baton Rouge. It's in, like, the middle of winter, and he buys a coat. And so, at the end of the month, he turns in the expenses, and he turned in the coat. Well, he gets the call from the business person saying, we can't reimburse you for, for your coat. And he goes, well, I was in New York, and you made me be there. You had to know, his voice. hey, you made me be there. I was cold. What do you mean to walk down New York City without a coat? What? And, uh, and, and they said, well, we just can't do it. 
And uh, so uh, the next month, he turned in his expenses, and he calls the lady up and go, uh, did you get my expense report? And he go, yeah. I said, how's it look? And the lady said, well, it was fine. Well, you remember that coat? It's in there. Find it. <laughs> nice. Uh, just a story. I like it. Yeah. Good story. Have I ever told you the time that uh, my wife hung up on Hugh Durham, thinking it was Greg Ruff? No. You know, Hugh Durham was the coach at Georgia back yeah. then, and we had become friends because my dad had coached against him in high school. He coached in Louisville. Yeah. My dad out in rural Kentucky, but they had crossed paths over the years, and just outside of Bowling Green, but in the county over. And uh, anyway, so we became friends because he knew my dad, blah, blah, blah. And then I would always go to uh, Athens a, a night early. we go out to dinner. And so Hugh Durham, Hugh Durham talked like this and, and like that and everything. And so um, Greg Ruff would call my house imitating Hugh Durham. <laughs> okay? And, 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 and so uh, one time Hugh Durham actually called. And my wife, Greg Ruff, quit doing this, and hung up on him. <laughs> and so uh, I get home, and I said, Greg, she goes, Greg Ruff, you know, I said, no, no, that, I was expecting a call from, from, <laughs> from, from, from you just hung up on Coach Durham. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, that is, that is, wow. Any other stories? It's story time. Let's, it's let's, story. Uh, let's take a break. Alan Bell, coming up. Next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Today on Hey Culligan, smooth skin and soft hair comes from where? Here's Mike. Hey Culligan, I've tried every conditioner, lotion, and body wash known to man, and my skin still feels like sandpaper. It could be your water, Mike. Oh, that's harsh. More like hard water. Are you interested in smart, high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan Water? Huh? Want baby smooth skin and soft, luxurious hair? <laughs> yeah, can you hurry? I have a date tonight. We're already on the way, Mike. Let us help you out with the free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month 
And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch to the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. With so much drama in the NFL, it's time to check in with our man, Mr. Allen Bell, because he somehow, someway keeps coming up with great information like every single day. You know, I'm surprised you weren't part of the uh, Grammys uh, 50th. Yeah, uh, that should have been nominated tribute. for a Grammy. I'm uh, sure uh, Alan Bell agrees. With the uh, the hip hop, the 50th yeah, year. Uh, exactly. Uh, I'm sure. I'm well, I wanted you know I, I I wanted to respect Snoop Dogg because that's obviously from his song Gin and Juice. So I wanted to give him his flowers. Well, but he wasn't but even I, there. Either. But I think that drop should have been nominated for a Grammy, right, Alan Bell? Oh, uh, absolutely. Look, and, and it's not just in the hip-hop category. It's across all <laughs> categories, right? That's how good it is. And look, hey, Snoop will be happy. Hey, just cut him, you know, 10% of the royalties. He'll be fine with it. He'll walk uh, just, just roll him a joint and mail it to him, right? <laughs> I got a bottle of champagne at the crib. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Remember Sarge gave Oh, it that's to me. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, does it have THC in it? I don't know. I, ha- I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> Uh, Alan Bell, CBS Sports Digital at Alan Bell 24-7. All right, right away, let's just get right to it. Who do you like Sunday night? Yep, I like the Eagles. Um, and it's not anything against the Chiefs. They're obviously a good football team. I think we're going to have a great game. Uh, but you look what the Eagles are doing, uh, not only this season, but as of late. I mean, they haven't even had to take a second half of a game seriously in a month. Like, th- this team is just on fire. And not to mention that they're the way more healthy team better uh, offensive line, poss- uh, better defensive line, better possible defense overall. I, I mean, the, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Eagles uh, to win, cover. I, I think this is just their time. Well, as a Giants fan, I certainly hope you're wrong. Speaking of the Giants, uh, <laughs> a lot's been made of what Julian Love had to say about Nick Sirianni. Is that just New York Philly overhype? I mean, it sounded like Julian was just having fun on Good Morning Football, just kind of blanking around, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I think that, you know, well, let me say, there's part of it, uh, you know, joking around, but there's part of it that, you know, he's saying seriously, and, and mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can have that, that opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't get criticizing a team that's arguably the best team in the NFL <laughs> and is in a Super Bowl. Like, what, what, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing 
with the 49ers. I heard Brandon Ayuk yesterday say, you know, the Eagles are, you know, the Eagles defense, they got lucky, you know, because of what happened with the 49ers quarterback. Well, you know what? Uh, what happened with the 49ers quarterback is because of the Eagles defense. Like, they wasn't lucky. They did their job. Like, yep. I, I just don't understand criticizing a, a good football team. If the Chiefs win, Allen, and yep. I'm certainly hoping that's the case, you would have to assume that Mahomes is probably going to be the MVP. So we're talking about a guy not even 28 years old yet, a league MVP, two Super Bowl wins potentially, two Super Bowl MVPs. Does With Brady gone, does he rocket up to GOAT status uh, in your mind? Well, okay. So, you know, first off, I think whether they win or lose, he's going to win MVP of the league. I think that thing's pretty much wrapped up, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, man, like, you know, if they win the game – and you're talking about, you know, who's the best in the game right now? Yeah, like, I don't think it's any question. I mean, what he's been able to do, what the Chiefs have been able to do, is just remarkable. Think about this, man. Like, he's played now, what, uh, 12 playoff games in his career, all right? Ten of them at Arrowhead. The other two, Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude has won five straight, like, you know, going to the conference championship game, like hosting it. it, it it's just, it's amazing. The Chiefs have never hosted one before <laughs> that. And he's done it five in a row. It, it's, it's just incredible, man. It, it is. I mean, he's never, he's never had a, he's never played a playoff game away from Kansas City. And, and he's never lost a road divisional game as a starter. I mean, it's just, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's not a rookie. He's been in this for a minute. Like, right. that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. 27 years old, right? Yeah. 27. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the Chiefs because of what Brad Power said last hour. Uh, I think the Eagles have the better roster overall, but the Chiefs have the better quarterback and the more experienced coach. Yeah, you know, uh, th- that's a great point too, right? Like, I mean, the Super Bowl is a different deal. And, um, you know, I-, I don't know what the record is, but I would assume that first-time head coaches probably don't fare well, right? And, you know, you look at Andy Reid. I mean, in this team, not only have they been there, they've been there multiple times now this is what their third like as that collective unit and Andy Reid you know he did it in Philadelphia as well right mm-hmm. um it's just or no yeah, yeah it's okay. but still it's just it, it's remarkable of of how good this team has been in a, in a league to where now you know usually your team kind of starts getting blown up after you win one Super Bowl because right. guys leave free agency all that not to mention that they've sustained success this long it's just incredible what happens first uh alan by the way we're talking with alan bell uh what happens first colts hire a head coach or titans hire an oc (laughs) (laughs) titans hire an oc probably like the colts look i'm telling you man we said it on this show forever ago they 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 want to hire jeff saturday like that that, that's the problem Mm -hmm. that's the problem here is that jim ursay wants to hire him and he knows that there's going to be backlash, and he knows, he, he knows, right? Like, I mean, he's just sitting here waiting, but that's what they want to do. Whether they do that or not, I don't know. Um, but that's the only reason we're sitting here right now is because Jeff Saturday's this guy. Well, and the, the Matt Nagy is still coaching. Uh, that's why he hasn't been hired as the offensive coordinator here yet. <laughs> yeah, or Eric Bieniemy. Right. Nah, I, I think it's Nagy. I really do. Okay. You know, I'm fascinated with it, right? Like, you know, would, would be enemy leave for an OC, you know, for another OC job? Like, and, and I don't know what's going on, you know, with well, him. Well, I, I guess, I guess the, I guess, Alan, the, the, the thought would be, all right, he can't get a head coaching job because people think he's just a puppet for Andy Reid. 
So yep. if he goes somewhere else, designs his own offense, and is successful, maybe you know other teams will say, okay, this guy can do it. On I think that's totally ridiculous. He should have been a head coach by now, but I, that may be the thought. There's something there. Yeah, there's something. There is something there's there, something right, Alan? There. Don't you agree? Yeah, oh God, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and especially you know when you compare it to you know other people who've been hired in this league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jeff Saturday. Right, exactly. You brought it up. Jeff yeah. Saturday. Who's accomplished nothing right. at any level in terms of coaching, right? Like, I don't care what people think about Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, that offense. Jeff Saturday has accomplished nothing as a coach. Nothing at all, right? So, yeah, yeah I'm 100% with you on that. Alan, um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Uh, write it down, Matt Nagy. Just write that down. All right, okay. okay. All well, right. I'm, I'm, I'm picking you up there. While you're okay, well, you know, I know what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> Listen. I'm just gonna be honest with you, Alan. I think yep. I think Russell Wilson's a good player, but he's kind of fugazi. I think he's kind of a phony. I I think he has too high of an opinion of himself. Good player, yep. Super Bowl champion, all that. I love the fact that Sean Payton came in and was like, "What team three? I don't know what that is." No, that that's not going on here. You're not gonna have your own quote unquote team and your own office. You're gonna be you know, a player just like everybody else. And I love yep. I love hearing Sean Payton say that. Hundred percent, and that's exactly what needs to be said. And you know, it, it, it was it was a perfect storm of situation with Russell Wilson and a, a guy who's never been a head coach before, who had no power, right? right? Like now it's flipped. Like Sean Payton has all the power in the world. Uh, oh, you know, his contract, too. you know, is, is solidified in there, and it's with the new owner, and he can say whatever he wants. And Russell Wilson and Russ ain't arguing with him on that, right? Uh, and I like that he said, you know, Russ, look, your, your personal quarterback trainer, he's not coming to the facility either. We're not playing that game either. Like, we've got coaches that are going to do that. So, yeah, I'm with you, you know. And, and look, we'll see how Russ reacts to it. Uh, I agree with you on that. I think he is, uh, you know, a, a phony in terms of, you know, who he thinks that he is. And I don't really understand it because, you know, like, Russ used to be completely different, man. Like, yeah. he was completely different, you know, and, and you know, he, he was blue-collar work. And, you know, he, he makes money and got famous, and that flipped, man. But Married Ciara and, you know. It's going to be good, but I'm with you. Long story short, yeah, yeah, Sean Payton, he, he's good for that situation. Alan Bell, 24-7 on Twitter. Alan Bell, CBS Sports Digital. Um, A.J. Green, retiring. Uh, yep. 727 catches, 10,514 yards, 70 touchdowns, 12 years. Only one of four players selected every Pro Bowl from 11 through 17 and only 12 to have an honor in the Super Bowl era. Hall of Famer or Hall of Really Good? Oh, uh, man. Um, well, you just look, answered the say, question I, right there. <laughs> yeah, I think so, right? Like, I mean, I, look, let me say, I wouldn't argue against the yeah. Hall of Fame at all, right? Because yeah. we forget how long he played and how good he was on those Bengals teams. That were a while ago, you know. Unfortunately, the last you know five years, we've just seen the tail end of the injuries of that career. The the hard part is this: is that there's just a logjam yes. of dudes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like it's it, it would take a it'll take a while. You know, if, if he's in that conversation, which he will be. So I yeah, like I, I don't I don't argue against it by any means. It's just is he going to be better than you know X player Y player? I mean, we don't even have Fred Taylor. In the Hall of Fame, and that I know. Too was a monster. Well, I mean, for the, well, and but even wide receivers. I mean, you, you. There's yeah. not that many, yeah. And you know that's why I argue against your BFF Heinz Ward, 
But uh, oh, I don't it, think Heinz Ward is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, you were you were just messing with me. Yeah, all I just that think time. I think he's really good. Yeah, I think I, he's I a Hall really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. I, Alan, uh, Brian Flores, the new DC in Minnesota, that is a solid hire for the Vikings because were it not for their defense and maybe some quarterback play, I mean, they had a great year last year, but they were in so many close games. If they can get a guy to design a defense to shut the door in the fourth quarter, they might still be playing right now. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, I don't have the exact number, but let me say that the Steelers, you know, before Flores were the last-ranked rushing defense in the NFL, and they quickly became a top ten rushing defense, if not one of the best in the NFL. Like Brian Flores can coach for sure. So getting him, you know, at a DC position, when quite frankly, like I mean, this man's a, he's a head coach, yep. you know. But obviously, there's some, you know situation things going on with that, but. Yeah, like that's a strong hire. Like that dude knows what he's doing. They got they got better immediately by him just signing that contract. You know what I mean? Like yep, he's that I good agree. Of a coach. Yep. By the way, I was just looking at a Hall of Fame wide receivers not in and and will be eligible. Larry Fitzgerald will be coming up. Mm-hmm. Reggie yep. Wayne, Julio Jones. Did Torrey. Fitz officially retire? Yeah. By the way. He's just like not playing. Did he officially turn <laughs> yeah, in his papers? Right, Alan. I don't. Th- I don't yeah. ever hear about him officially retiring. He's obviously not going to come back and play. But I just. Yeah. I found that interesting. Tory Holt, Antonio uh, Brown, uh, Steve Smith, Andre yeah. Johnson. You know. Yeah. There's there's a hey, log I'll tell you in this. there. I'll tell you this. And look, it's not a question. I mean, the guy will be in there. You know, when he retires, uh, we could go ahead and put Mike Tomlin in the Hall of Fame right now for dealing with. Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell at the same time. <laughs> exactly, right? like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't know that they were both nuts, right? Mike right. Tomlin kept that under wraps. Like, that's how good of a dude he is. Gut feeling, where does Aaron Rodgers end up? I know everybody in New York thinks it's the Jets. I don't know. I, You know, it sounds like he's leaning more towards Vegas. They'd have to do a lot uh, money-wise because they don't have a lot of money to get him. But where do you think uh, A-Rodg ends up when it's all said and done? I'm going to say I'm going to say Vegas. Uh, honestly, like I, I think that it, you know it makes sense. It would be something different. Josh McDaniels, you know, clearly has you know the owner's ear in this, and they'll they'll figure out a way to make it you know make it happen. Um, I, I you know the Jets, I just don't see it. I don't think that that's the team that he would want to go to. Um, but you know what? I don't. Uh, we'll see if it's worth it or not. I. I, I I, I'm not big on Aaron Rodgers much anymore. I, uh, uh, you know, th- this this off season drama of am I playing? Am I not playing? I need to get my name out there. Like that, I- I- I'm good on all of that. Like he- he's not worth it anymore, especially yeah. at that price. Yeah. But, Did you say worth yeah, the squeeze we'll in your mind? What you said? The juice isn't worth the squeeze in your mind. Not anymore. Like honestly, not anymore because I I don't know how committed he is. Um, and, and that's the one thing at that position. Like you 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 you're essentially a coach. Like you you can't miss the summer and do all this stuff. Like, that that's nonsense, man. I I'd be out on him, but yeah, I think the Raiders they probably go with. Allen Sunday's Pro Bowl, ABC, ESPN drew six point two eight million viewers, down six percent. <laughs> But yeah. And I'm just reading a tweet here. Thank you, Pat. And still a decent number for an event that receives heavy criticism. Overall, it was the largest sports audience of the weekend. It's insane. Yeah. And, and for a, I didn't even know that it was on, right? <laughs> like, I had no, like, no idea. There was zero marketing for this thing. And it does, it does 6 million. Like, that's a massive number for something that no one cares about and everyone actively makes fun of. That's a massive number. 
Well, they just they just hang, NFL hangs a shingle and it's moth <laughs> to the moths to the light. Yeah, I've yeah, always joked, does. Alan. You could just put a test pattern up with the NFL shield and just a graphic <laughs> that says "Stay tuned." Dot dot dot, and people will just sit there and watch it. And be That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Alan Bell, twenty four seven on Twitter, CBS Sports Digital. Thank you, Alan. Talk to you next Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Thanks, Alan. Hey, look forward to it, guys. Y'all have a good one. Take care, right. buddy. You know what it is, John? Well, this is the time of the show where we normally say we're wide open. Okay. Till the top of the hour. You can give us a call, 615-844-5600. Well done. Thank you. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed. And a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond and Buffalo. Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football, is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top Tennessee. And the state 
is now way better than it ever was in its past. Producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. If you only give us a call, that's how you do it. Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue, right here. Strike a Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Kitchen Notes Friday. Bill King Show, our show. Working on a surprise. This is going to be our very last picking of the uh, with the pickers uh, of the uh, season. That's sad, man. With the, with the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's sad. Bro. Had another good run, good run of things. So, um, you know, didn't get Kathy Lee Gifford. We will. What'd you do to piss her off, by the way? You don't want to know. <laughs> is she downtown sometime? You flirt with her? Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> you you hanging out with Aaron Aaron uh, Rodgers? And Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're pounding shots on uh, Broadway. Yeah. Uh, were there a lot of people around him? No, that's, not really. Yeah, that's no. one thing cool about our. Well, yeah. now the tourists will come in. They'll you know right. they don't know how. No, to they act. were. It was a beautiful night that night. It was a couple Fridays ago. It was like pretty mild, and he was uh, outdoors uh, on the outdoor patio, just hanging out with his brother. They were just sitting at a table, just talking, doing whatever. And then uh, they got up, and they yeah. You know, after a while, they got up and they left. Where'd they go? I don't know. You didn't, didn't follow. Stalk, you I didn't, didn't stalk follow him. him. No, probably no. to tour Nissan Stadium and but, all yeah. sorts. <laughs> but uh, uh, or, not, or to his house, right? I'm He's, happy to yeah. say he left my friend who works there. Who's a dear friend of mine. He left her a really nice tip, so that was good. Yeah, that you you can't not tip if you're you know right. rich and famous. Oh, right? there are. Oh, there. Who are the worst yeah. tips? Some of them. Roethlisberger would walk out on like a seven hundred dollar tab in Pittsburgh. He'd go there with all his buddies. He He'd go to a bar with all his buddies. And well, this was this was in Sports Illustrated a number of years ago, as told to whoever wrote the article that he went into an establishment one night with all his buddies, racked up a huge tab, and just walked out on it. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. All right. From cheatsheet.com, the fifteen worst celebrity <laughs> tippers of all time. You ready? Yeah. Number one. Tiger Woods. I could see that. Number two, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> really? Ari Gold? Yes. Wow. All right. Doo-doo. Oh, it's one of these things. You... Rachel Ray is third. <laughs> you know, I've heard not good things about her off uh, yeah. away from her show. Her show's not on anymore, correct? Or is it? I think it is. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, uh, I've heard Lush, that she's yeah. not that sweet, wholesome, cute girl that's in the kitchen cooking. LaShawn like like, McCoy. Shady? Yeah. Kirsten Dunst. God rest, God rest, God bless the dead. Michael, no, 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 that's, yeah, that's Kirstie Alley, my yeah, bad. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst is still alive. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, at yeah. me. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan. Not surprising. Yeah. Kendall Jenner. That doesn't surprise me at all. Because uh, in Kendall Jenner's mind, you know, you're lucky that she's in your establishment, and that's tip enough. Uh, in ultimate diva fashion, Kendall Jenner got angry when a restaurant wouldn't serve her alcohol as an underage patron. She left without <laughs> paying. When chased, Jenner threw $20 bills at the staff without counting whether it even covered the bill. Uh, wow. The, she later went, you know, 
when Usher. Usher Raymond, really? Madonna. Usher. Madonna. Madonna, I could see. But I didn't see her the other night. What's there's a lot of talk about how bad she looked, I guess. Her she looked like her face looked like a blowfish. <laughs> what? All puffy. Yeah, it looked like a well, big blowfish. She probably tried to get some work. I don't I don't, know. I don't want to speculate. Serena Williams. Oh, that's I don't I don't like hearing that. That's disappointing. Uh what's the story on her? Uh, the athlete once ate at a well-known steakhouse in Harlem received a comped meal. However, her seven-person entourage racked up a $400 bill and left zero tip. Wow. Mark not, not Zuckerberg. Cool, the Facebook guy? Yeah, one of the richest men in the world, <laughs> people in the world. Britney Spears. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of surprises Ron me. Ron White. Hmm. The comedian? Yeah. Always got a, what, a cigar and a whiskey? And Gwyneth Paltrow. Hmm. Huh. Well. Yeah, she's kind of, she comes across as kind of snooty. Her mom's, like, real snooty. Yeah, who's her mom? Blythe uh, Danner. Yeah. It's not Blythe. It's Blythe Danner. Mm-hmm. Blight. Blythe. <laughs> I, don't know, we, I don't know how we got up on that. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, but anyway. it's, it's, a, it's a good topic, though. It's good, yeah. you know, it's good radio fodder. Are you a good tipper? I like to think I am, yeah. 20%? Yeah. Mostly, yeah, mostly minimum 20. 20. You know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes if the service is not, no less than 15. But most of the times, 20 or more. Yeah. 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 So, because I, you know, I try to sympathize because, you know, I got so many, I have so many proper grammar. I have so many friends that are hospitality workers mm-hmm. that I know the grind that it is and how you got to deal with well, that's what they idiots and stuff. Exactly. And if, so, you're, if you're a server, you don't make the minimum wage. Right. You make uh, way far yeah. less than mm-hmm. the minimum right. wage, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of the restaurants now will pay more than the minimum wage just to keep you know get good help because right now right, I think there's such a shortage, uh, right? Yeah, since, I, since the pandemic, we're top. I was also the we're top five uh, in the hospitality industry uh, yeah. of states in the country with uh, demand for jobs uh, in the hospitality industry. Yeah. We're we're fifth of of you know so you know. People who left during the pandemic, a lot of them didn't come back, right? I have yeah. a friend of mine who was a hospitality worker. For whatever reason, she couldn't find work. She moved back to the Midwest. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You can't, you know, with the experience that she she had, she couldn't find a job. Well, and then, and then the cost of living here, yeah. is, the rent is oh nuts, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back and wrap this thing up in a few. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. 
We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line, their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th annual Mid-State Classic. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The players make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't the think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're, they're, I feel oh, pretty, they'll make it but lose I feel attitude pretty, that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, okay. What, okay. What, what what is is what, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Don't give me that judgmental look. <laughs> I have half a mind to tell the people what you did. What couple did I do? weeks ago before you left before you left the studio we were off the air no i'm not gonna i use the bathroom everybody knows that no, i go to the bathroom at 1105 no, every morning that's no, not what you did but anyway well <laughs> i'm gonna tell on you <laughs> tattle no, tale. No, no i don't snitch tattle go, tale. To, go to the streets uh-huh. tell them Patton. you grew up in the mean streets of the of uh antioch of, of antioch Green streets yeah. of antioch mm-hmm. don't snitch snitches get stitches I got street cred over in Antioch. That's right. That's you right. do not. Oh, yes, he does. No, he does not. They, I, I was they, in Antioch recently, and they were like, hey, man, nah. you know, these dudes rolled up on me. They're like, they rolled. You know, looked like they were going to do something. I was like, hey, I know Patton Cook. Yeah, only thing, only thing. They, 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 yeah. they walked, they turned around and walked away. They're like, oh, man, you know Patton? No, you just say, you know General Patton. P? PC. 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 The PC, yeah, General PC. <laughs> they were like, okay, yeah. 
you, they would chew you up and spit you out in Antioch. Probably now. Yeah. You don't know Patton like I know Patton, man. We we you know we is he we, a, is he like Miss Amy a gangster? I'm a gangster. We, we we hang out you know in places you don't want to talk about at parties. Okay, that's all I know. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> what are you doing today, Greg? Um, you're all I'm, dressed up. Well, I'm, I'm going you look very handsome. I've today. got, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to record some things. Got going to meet a friend for lunch and then, um, uh, be back in here to, uh, go over some proposals that are going to go out with Adam and I are going to send some things out, maybe try to make a little money. Who knows? You know, Never uh, a bad know. thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to, uh, uh, the Ryman tonight to the Grand Ole Opry. With your daughter. Yes, my daughter. To see Killer Bees. Mm-hmm. And everybody else. Of course, it's his part will only be like about 15 minutes, mm-hmm. but uh, that's cool. Uh, and then I think I'm going to be able to go backstage. That's at, awesome. At the, at the Ryman, which is not the Ryman, uh, the Opry House. Has uh, has Grace met Bees yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they've several times. Okay. So, yeah. And met him, uh, as a matter of fact, at one of his shows at Zany's. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool. We uh, We got there late. We were on, you know, they had reserved seats, and I felt like Bob Buecher. We must be on the front row, <laughs> and we were. Yeah, I mean, it was prime. And everybody was in there, yet there's this table of four that no one was sitting at. Yeah. And then we walk in. Oh. Yeah. You were like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, this is from Mr. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing that's ever happened like that was um, – at the Ryman Auditorium, uh, Dave Brubeck, the legendary jazz and friend of mine, uh, it was being put on by the Nashville uh, Symphony, Symphony, and he was the ticket manager. Mm-hmm. And he got us four free free seats, you know, down, and, and like on about the fifth row, but like left center stage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he comes down there and, and, and does this, come here, you know, gives the little yeah. finger wiggle, come here thing. Yeah. And everybody around us is thinking we're getting ejected, <laughs> you know, because it's everybody was settled. It's just before the show was about right, to start, right. and 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 everybody's low. Oh, these guys are getting the boot, right? Mm-hmm. And he walked us over mid, like fourth row in the very middle, and so and everybody in the whole place. Wow, saw you that. really were like Ray Liotta. Yeah, I, that one. That one was. That yeah. one. I was. And you know who said Lorraine Bracco you, too. Yeah, you know who said something to me about it afterwards? Uh, former Vanderbilt Chancellor Gordon Gee. Really? He was there, sitting back further back. Yeah. And he go he, he after that he called me big time. He probably was like, "Who the hell are you, Pogue? Yeah, he, he would <laughs> Chancellor Gee would just call the show randomly. He and he once told us that he listens to it was when David Coleman and I were doing it mm-hmm. uh, in the morning show. Um, that he would listen to us in the shower every morning, and that's just the visual that uh, <laughs> I told him. <laughs> All righty then. Uh-huh. On that note, <laughs> you know, I ought to get him on. You know, there's a few. Yeah, let's get him on. Get him on. He's get the, him on the he's the uh, president at West Virginia mm-hmm. now. So yeah, I used to cover West Virginia. Obviously, living in Pittsburgh. Yep. So when he was the president or chancellor of Ohio State, the Ohio State, he got us some tickets. Of my friend Buckeye Ken and I yep. went up for that and stayed with his friends up there, who are now my friends. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so what do you what do you got going on there? Uh, I got to go see the chiropractor today, get an adjustment. Oh uh, man, I want a, I want I want a chiropractor. I want one for my very own. Well, I'm you know. I'm also going to, you know, talk with that said chiropractor about maybe doing some business uh, with us. So, Alan it's, yeah, it's kind of a it's uh-huh. kind of a, you know, a dual purpose uh, meeting. Atta so boy. Atta boy. Uh, he's a great chiropractor. Shout out. What's his name? 
Andrew Dixon in uh, Bellevue. Dixon right. uh, Wellness Center, I believe it's called. You can look it up. He is a terrific... Uh, quick story, because I know the music's playing. I woke up on a Saturday about seven years ago, and I felt numb from my waist down. And I had a uh, compressed spine. Mm. And he treated me for about two months. I'm 100, I, and I was 100% okay. back to normal to do everything. Run, jump, lift, the whole deal. So There we go. Well, we just we just recorded the spot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, and have a good day, man. You too, guys. Uh, the McFarlands this afternoon, 2 to 4. And then it is the afternoon stretch with Zach and Weenie Bruno and, and Devlin. Weenie and his wife are, uh, with, are uh, with child. Congrats to Weenie. That would be Zach. Congrats to Zach. Really? Yeah. Zach yeah, They announced is it on social media. Wow. Well, Congrats, is, Weenie. Is Zach showing yet? Ha, ha, ha.